Hello and welcome to the Amateur Austenite. My name is Frances Duncan. I am an author and the founder of the Jane Austen Society of New Zealand. It's just me again today. Contrary to what you may suspect, Sean has not run off because she does not want to watch The Courtship. In fact, she has gone to watch the entire series by herself because she could not stand the tension. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about episode 7. Previously, one of my favourites, Captain Kim, left and there was much drama as Mr Chapman had spent the night with Miss Remy. Miss Remy confesses to her sister and her friend about her evening with Mr Chapman. It's obvious she's really into him. He ends up telling the guys that friends should call each other out. The boys are playing poker and comparing it to their current situation. Mr. Bokikio is obviously jealous and drawing comparisons between his sneaking over to the house and Mr. Chapman sneaking over to the house. The main event for this episode is a masquerade ball. There's references to someone being unmasked. The guys are speculating that perhaps an ex-boyfriend of hers or another family member is going to turn up. Miss Remy looks regal in a gorgeous ball gown with a huge skirt and a tiara. Her mask is on a stick. All the guys have masks that are attached to their heads. They're beautiful masks, but all I can think is they'd be in the way if you were kissing. She dances with Mr. Holland and they both realise he's the only person she has not danced with yet as he's never been on the bottom. He confesses to her that she is special to him. There are extras in this scene, so it's not just the guys waiting around to spend time with Miss Remy. Mr. Chapman opts to be respectful to the other guys and not kiss Miss Remy in front of them at the ball. However, it's very clear the sexual tension between the two of them. Miss Remy suggests that Mr. Bokikio apologise to her brother not only for interrupting dinner, but for saying that he wasn't ready for marriage, and he seems a little reluctant. Sending shockwaves through the masquerade ball is the entrance of yet another intruder. He speaks to Miss Remy in French, reveals that he grew up in London. He quietly says in a confessional that other guys don't tend to like him because their girlfriends do. Mr. Mumbray confirms that this new gentleman has a history of stealing other people's girlfriends. Miss Remy is immediately smitten. She is ready to fall for any of these guys, and they end up kissing. The other gentlemen are not impressed. The presence of the new guy pushes Mr. Bokikio to talking to Mr. Remy. He admits to having feelings for Miss Remy, but at no point does he actually apologize for his behavior. Miss Remy introduces Monsieur Nazelle to her brother and Mr. Bokikio. Interestingly, her brother speaks French. This guy has got a step into the competition. Mr. Bokikio is putting a brave face on it, but next to the new guy, he looks rough. It's unclear how Mr. Mumbray knows him. They mentioned that London is a small place, but that's not really the case. He feels threatened as he's no longer that English guy. Some of the other gentlemen pretend to turn their back on the new V as Mr. Bokikio walks up smirking. They turn back round and ask him if he fell in love with Miss Remy, would he propose? And he pushes the question back on them. 
Mr. Bokikio says that he would. This made me gasp. It's so different to what he said previously. It sounds like he's threatened and he's stepping up to play the game, but I don't know if he has the follow through. Mr. Mumbrae reveals that he used to be a chef and bakes a cake for Miss Remy, revealing to her that he spends a lot of time with his family, which to me would actually cause issues because his family is in England and hers is in America and family is very important to both of them. Miss Remy is impressed with his skills, especially when he says he would cook for her every night. Mr. Remy is equally impressed, but then they are interrupted. It's Mr. Nazir not only bringing a bigger cake, but flowers, wine, a sword. He has thought about every member of the court that is present and provided for them. Mr. Nazir does what no one has done before and actually asks her on a date. Mr. Nazir takes Miss Remy to the garden to make gin with herbs freshly picked. He refers to his father being a chef for a household and teaching him how to cook. Miss Remy refers to him as high society, which seems incongruous with this, but also he doesn't appear to have a job. He is listed as a socialite. Mr. Bokekio invites Miss Remy to meet him. She's so excited that he's making the effort and not offending anyone in the process. And he's the first guy to ask her the real questions. What happens outside of this experience? It's mentioned twice throughout the episode that Mr. Holland has never been on the dance card, the only suitor to have not been so far. Then he is called, along with Mr. Judge and the new guy, Mr. Nazir. Mr. Holland is visibly nervous, and it seems like for a second she's actually going to send him home. But she doesn't, and there's huge relief from everyone. Miss Rumi keeps talking about the spark with Mr. Judge, and I wonder if she's ever been in love before. Because yes, at the start there's a spark, but that doesn't last. You have to build on other things. There's a comfort to being in a long-term relationship, but it's not all butterflies and sparks like it seems that she maybe wants. Mr. Judge stays, and the final person on the dance card is Mr. Nazir. The guys are admiring the way Mr. Nazir talks. Her sister and friend are almost fainting when he starts speaking French. In a surprise twist, Miss Remy decides to keep Mr. Nazir as well. The host calls her on it, and she explains she doesn't feel she really had time to work on her relationship with all the guys, with the new guy turning up, and she wants to give him a chance too. The episode concludes with the host saying that Miss Remy is really the one with power, which is a great twist on the narrative. Women so really have agency in their own romance stories, no matter what the context. Honestly, I'm surprised Shan didn't contact me directly after watching this one to say, oh my god, there was another intruder. They bring the drama so well. I'm really excited to see what happens next. We're just past the halfway mark. There's still so much that could go well and could go wrong. And that is my summary of episode 7 of The Courtship. My name is Frances Duncan. You can find me at francisduncanwrites.com and on Twitter at Francis underscore Duncan. Thank you for listening and I wish you happy watching. Just popping back in to let you guys know that we have merch now. 
I haven't actually got merch with my face on it. That seems a little weird to me. But if you really want it, let me know and I'll do that. There's merch of the Jane Austen Society of Aotearoa New Zealand's logo, uh, some Jane Austen merch, and some Pride and Prejudice heavily Pride-focused merch too. It's on Redbubble and the link is in the notes. Happy buying!